Hey, beautiful people, it's Angel Janelle, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Outlet Podcast. Hello, 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 everyone. Thank you so much for plugging in for another episode of the Outlet Podcast. I am so grateful for each and every one of you. Um, So in today's episode, we will be discussing impact. Impact is something that all of us have. However, many of us don't really know the depths of the impact we have because of perspectives that we have. And I was talking to one of my friends and I shared with her that many times the perspective someone has of themselves is usually developed through experiences they've had in life. And personally, I had to start reflecting. Personally, I've never been the type of person who saw myself the way others did. I don't know if anyone can relate to that. Um, but I just, I never saw what they saw in, in myself. And in the past, I would never use the word impactful to describe myself. I believe that stems from my experiences through childhood and as a teenager. And to be completely honest and transparent, I believe I adopted a desire to be hidden at some point in my teenage years. And I know without a doubt, it's because I was a secret child, y'all. Yikes, I just said that. It's true. It's true. I was a secret child. Um, My father never told his wife or his children about me. And let me put a pin here before you guys start to make assumptions. I'm not saying any of this to bash him. I genuinely, sincerely love my father. Um, But I'm sharing it because it's my truth. And this is a truth that um, relates to what I want to share with you guys today. So let's get into it. Uh, Yeah, so like I said, I was a secret child. My father did not tell his family about me. However, he told me about them. Uh, so I was comfortable being hidden because I felt like if the person that was supposed to love me, one of the people who was supposed to love me unconditionally could hide me and still love me fully, then it was okay for anyone else to hide me or for me to be hidden in other capacities of life. Um, and so I would shy back from certain opportunities. I would settle for certain situationships, um, that I didn't deserve to be in. Because I just saw myself as someone who deserved uh, to be hidden. And I carried this mindset throughout most of my young adult life, honestly. And it wasn't until hmm, 2019 when that was that became an area that I opened and welcomed God into Um this occurred because I had to reveal myself to my family. And that was hard. Y'all, that was hard. It was so hard. It was life changing. And I could no longer remain hidden. So it was uncomfortable. I don't know what was scarier. If it was scarier to have to tell these people hey y'all I know you don't know me but I exist here I am here's the tea or to know that I could never go back into hiding in this area of my life 
Um, and I use this story to share how sometimes the way we view ourselves isn't because of something that we've done to ourselves. It could simply be a life that you were born into that has shaped the way you view yourself. And for someone else, it could be something different. Another reason I share this story is because when I began to talk about it to my friends um, that were with me throughout this process of having to um, introduce myself to my family, um, they were just like, oh my goodness, like this is the stuff you see on Lifetime. This isn't real. I can't believe I'm friends with someone who's living this <laughs> as their actual life. And I couldn't be mad at them like for saying that because it felt like I was an actress in a Lifetime movie, yet the movie never ended. Like the movie was my life and there was no turning back. There was no rewriting of the script. It was what it was. When sharing these, well, this story and other portions of the story, I began to realize like, yo, this is really impacting people. And one of the most common things after sharing my full testimony related to this situation, because y'all, when I tell you that is not the full testimony, that's not the full testimony. That, that is just a little, I don't know what you call that. That's just a little snippet of the things that I had to experience and endure because of that situation. But whenever I shared that part or the entire testimony, something that people will say to me is that, wow, and you're still smiling and you still love Jesus. Wow. And you're still sane through all of this. And that honestly is how I began to realize I have impact. The things that I've endured weren't just happenstance it wasn't just so that I could now have access to this family I've always desired to have access to but it happened in a specific time for a specific reason and God can use this I can share my testimony of how I went through some of the hardest most trying times of my life while still in undergrad with people and tell them of how great God is how he kept me sane When I felt like I was going to go crazy, he comforted me. When I was so afraid and concerned about what would happen next, he reassured me. And y'all, it's just, I'm mind blown sometimes when I reflect on all that God has brought me through. And I'm not going to keep talking about that portion because My people that know me know that I'm a crybaby and I don't want to be crying on the podcast in your ears. So let's move on. (laughs) Let's move on. Um, I want to I want to go back a little bit. I shared with you all that I adopted a desire to be hidden after living a lifestyle of hiddenness for a long time. And desiring to be hidden just goes completely against what the Bible tells us about ourselves, right? Um, If we think about the Sermon on the Mount, when Jesus um, is sharing uh, to the people, he's saying like, you're the salt of the earth, right? You are the light of the world. A city situated on a hill cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and puts it under a basket, but rather on a lampstand and it gives light for all 
who are in the house. And um, yeah, I wasn't living out my best light life. Like I was not, I was not living, living it out. I wanted to be a hidden lamp. And how does that work? It doesn't matter what size a lamp is. If you think about the light on your phone, it makes such a great impact. And that's how I had to kind of begin to see myself, the situation, see my life, just see it all. Like, girl, you are the light of the world. You are a city situated on the hill and and you can't be hidden. And I had to tell myself when Jesus created me, when I was created, right? God didn't say I'm going to create her and hide her so that no one ever sees her so that no one ever knows her name. I just want her to struggle and suffer in silence and live a silent life. That's just not it. Like I, my life, I should be talking about the goodness of God. I should be sharing with people like this is what the Lord has done for me. And I know that he can do even greater for you. And me being able to endure um, this experience allowed me to open my mouth and speak about the goodness of the Lord in a new way in a way that I've experienced. And I I don't know how many people have a life that's similar to mine or experiences that are similar to mine. But what I do know is that there comes a point in everyone's life where our perspective of ourselves shift. And it's not just one moment. You know, we experience different things and layers of ourselves are revealed to ourselves about ourselves. And um, what we do with the revelation of who we are now or who we are in that moment, that's up to us. You know, personally, when I realized that something has shifted in my life and I didn't handle things the way I used to, or I see another aspect of myself that I'm not used to seeing, I'm like, Lord, let me give this to you now. Okay. Like, I know you already know that this was a part of me. I know that you're very much so aware of who you created me to be, but this is new to me and going to, um, a hospital to tell my dad's wife, my stepmom, like, Hey, I know you don't know me and I don't really know you, but woman to woman, let me stop. (laughs) But I'm, I'm, I'm here. And I I just want to, you guys, I'm just speechless. I'm speechless. So, um, the scripture that I referenced about being The light of the world comes from Matthew chapter five, verse 14 It's actually verses 14 and 15 that I reference. Um, And I want you to know that truth for yourself, that you as a believer, you are the light of the world. You are a city situated on a hill and you cannot be hidden. Um, And I also know that with growing in my knowledge of how impactful I am, I have to be mindful of everything that's happening around me. I have to be mindful of what company I entertain. I have to be mindful of the words that I speak. I have to be mindful of what I am taking into my body, what music I'm listening to, because guys, the things that I put into myself, that's what I'm going to produce. And if I want to live a lifestyle that aligns with the fact that I am a light and that I am chosen by God, that I am loved by him, like I have to be receiving that and eating on that and dwelling on that and just spending time with Jesus and saying, God, I thank you. Everything that you've allowed me to experience has been interesting, hard and rough. 
However, comma, <laughs> you have been there and you are great and you are perfect. And I had to learn that we don't all impact. We don't impact people the same way. So the way I impact people, what I'm learning, what I've learned from this situation was that sharing my testimony impacts people because it allows them to see what God has done for me. And it it goes back to bringing God the glory. It's not, oh, angel has impact. So angels this, Mm -mm. it is not even about me, y'all. Like it's angel has this testimony that God has graced her to live through the test that God has graced her to master and to pass. And now she has this testimony that sings and tells of the goodness of God. And in Romans chapter 12, we are told like, we have many parts in one body, right? And all the parts do not have the same function. And in the same way, we who are many are one body in Christ and individually members of one another. And um, here's the thing that may sound like a bunch of gibberish to you, but what's happening here is Paul is telling us we are one body. We are the body of Christ. And if you look at your body, all these body parts are not the same. They don't have the same function, but we need them all. Um, I know for me, I used to, <laughs> I used to think about why do, why do I need like my ring finger other than just like to wear a wedding ring when I get married? And I don't know. I used to have weird thoughts, y'all. Like, cause what is that to think about? Nevertheless, I need all of my fingers. Like if I try to pick things up and carry them properly without having a ring finger or missing more than one of my fingers, like that would be really hard, you know, or if I didn't have an elbow, like that's, that's just odd to think about. Nevertheless, I we need all of our body parts and each of our body parts serve a purpose in that same way. Each of us as believers and members of the body of Christ, we have different functions. We have grace to do different things. And we have different testimonies that still point to the goodness of the same God that we serve. In my situation, I was a secret child. You may not have been a secret child. Both of your parents may be married. They've lived together. They've been together all of their, you know, their marriage. And they are so deeply in love and they love the Lord. And you grew up in a beautiful household that's a blessing in itself. That's your testimony. You're going to reach people that I cannot. That's not my story. And because that's not my story, God has graced me to impact people that you may not be able to impact. And guess what? That is okay. Because at the end of the day, who we impact is less about us and more about God. The more people we impact by walking gracefully and intentionally in the gifts that God has given us and sharing the testimonies that God has given us, the more people will begin to see God for who he really is. He is a good, good father who loves us deeply. He loves us deeply. He strengthens us. He allows us to go through things and to welcome him into spaces. And he wants to change the way we see ourselves. He wants us to see ourselves the way he does. I don't know about you all, but when I hear that I was made in the image and likeness of God, I know it's not because God was a plus size woman 
with short hair. Like (laughs) that is not what that verse is talking about. But the likeness of God, like I think about the mindset of God, that he wants me to think in the way he does. And if that's the case, I need to view myself as a light, as a city situated on a hill that cannot be hidden, as as a light that cannot be put under a basket, but on a lampstand. God wants you to see yourself that way. And I want you to see yourself that way. I want you to know that you have impact and you have gifts. But here's the thing. We don't just have these gifts just to sit on them. We don't just have these testimonies just to hold on to them. We need to use our gifts to serve others as good stewards of the gifts and the grace that God has given us. And I'm sharing that based off of a scripture uh, in First Peter chapter 4. Uh, I think it's verse 10. We need to use our gifts to serve one another. Um, and some of you may be like, well, I don't know what my gifts are. I mean, I feel like if you look at your life and you look at the things that God has used you to do, And you pray and you ask the Lord, Lord, what are my gifts? I'm pretty sure that he will begin to reveal to you like, well, if you look at this area of your life, I use you to do this. And that's because you have this gift. Or he may just tell you, depends on how the Lord is speaking to you. I want you guys to know and rest assured that everything that you have experienced in your life wasn't because God just dislikes you or because he hates you or he's forgotten about you because that's not who he is. He's not forgotten about you. God doesn't hate you. God isn't just a meanie. God sees you. God is very much aware of the fact that what you are enduring is hard or what you have endured was hard, that it hurt, that you felt like you were going to lose your mind, that many times you didn't even want to turn to talk to him. You wanted to turn to a bottle. Uh Uh-oh. Hey, you don't have to be honest. I can t- I can speak for myself. There were times where I'm like, Lord, maybe I should just like get a drink and, and relax or something. I couldn't do it. I didn't have it in me. Like I really didn't. I wanted to though. But in those moments I'd pray and I would be honest, like, Lord, this hurts. I don't know what you're doing. I, I can't see how you're going to bring me out of this, but you know what? I'm just going to trust you. I'm going to trust that you really are good enough and that you really are God and that your word is true and that you created me for such a time as this. And as I kept being honest with him throughout these situations, God kept showing up. God kept proving himself to me over and over and over and over. And so I wanted to share that with y'all. I really needed to share that with you all, with someone Just remember, God sees your heart. He knows who you are. And listen, y'all, one thing's for certain, two things for sure, God loves you. He loves us. He loves us so deeply. And I really pray that we all continue to grow and be enlightened to the depths of his love for us. And I pray that we begin to see ourselves the way he sees us unapologetically. Um, So I want to close out with this prayer from Ephesians chapter one, verses 17 through 19. And I pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious father would give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened so that you may know what is the hope of his calling. What is the wealth of his glorious inheritance in the saints? And what is the immeasurable greatness of his power toward us who believe? 
according to the mighty working of his strength. Thank you so much for tuning in. Peace and blessings. I love you all. Mm-hmm.